The UN has given us this great honour to serve as peacekeepers. And we are proud to accept. We are a country that has never owned or tried to conquer another sovereign nation. As a neutral country, Ireland has chosen to never be the aggressor. That's why they've asked for us. And if anybody thinks we're to be taken lightly, we'll show them that they are very sadly mistaken. Am I right, soldiers? Yes, sir! We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. Hello, Hello and, and welcome to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores Hollywood for the greater good. <laughs> asshole. I got so confused for a second. I was like, wait a minute. Why do I hear myself in my headphones? And I sound different. And I set the thing wrong. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> Cheap seat reviews, where the co-host continually, continuously finds a way to sabotage his own show. Absolutely. This. Ooh, that's a weird noise. <laughs> yes. Y'all hearing that? No. I. You sound perfectly natural. Jeez. Oh, Normal. Oh, what is that noise? Oh, there it is. Okay, good. Sorry. Um. This is Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that makes weird noises. Um, this is episode 220-something, 221. And wow. tonight we're talking about the Siege of Jadotville. Jadotville. Jad- you got to say, say it with an Irish accent. I can't do anything with an Irish I accent. I know, right? Here's the weird thing. This is what's screwing my, my head up, right? I've been watching Luke Cage season two for the last, like, four hours. So the only accent I have is stuck in my head is actually Jamaican. Because <laughs> kind of the... Oh, man. The Siege of Jadotville. Because kind of the main antagonist in the show this, this season is the Jamaican. Yeah. So I'll, I'll keep hearing, it's Luke Cage. Luke Cage think I'm better than me. <laughs> him, him wrong. We stronger than him. Luke Cage. Anyway, that's it. Again, I can only do phrases that I hear in an accent, yeah. like my pigs in a blanket. But I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is Aaron, the Irish Alamo Rogers. Hey, how's everybody doing tonight? Hey, welcome back. Yeah. Thanks. This is, of course, the Aaron Rogers. Whether yes. you choose to believe he's the one that plays for the Green Bay Packers is up to you. But yes. we refer to him as the He's the original. Aaron Rodgers. He is the original. And, uh, the original, yes. Um, <laughs> and it's just really cool. I love showing people on my phone that I have Aaron Rodgers' phone number, and they're like, well, really? I'm like, yeah. And it's the Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I'm cool by association. And Sam, where's the whiskey vector? You know, Sean, I, I pretty much try to kill, kill you in every episode, mm-hmm. but um, 
We'll find out by the end if you die in this one. <laughs> well, okay, okay. I am Irish, um, and you have some French Dutch in you, don't you? Me? I've got Dutch. you got Dutch, so... Dutch German. So in this case, um, Aaron and I are actually going to be defending your attacks, and I'm pretty sure we're going to kill you about a thousand of you versus us. So, Although they weren't... Well, I guess they all were legionnaires, weren't they? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some, some okay. of them were Dutch. Some of them were Dutch. Yeah. French and Belgian, right? I was about to say Belgium. Yeah. Oh, what's the Belgians? Damn. Oh, well. Never mind. Yeah. You're fine. Sorry. No, it's ah, fine. You're good. You're German. You're still the German. The Dutch are generally nice, peaceful people. Yeah, so. The Dutch. <laughs> and too- Germans, we, we, we keep to our own. You know, we, uh, we just kind of uh, sit around and make beer and make everybody happy. So, if you're a mercenary, I guess if the price is right, you know, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> right. Damn. So yeah, so this movie okay, Siege yes. of Jadotville, it's a it's a it's a movie, and um, I guess I will do the read for it. Um, well, that's right. Andrew's in here. Yeah, we don't have an Andrew tonight. Um, he he had a family thing actually pop mm-hmm. up kind of last minute, so we're thinking of him. Um, but this is, uh, so should I do it in my best Andrew or should I just read it? Just read it. No, okay. Just do it in your best uh, Sean Allred Irish voice. I don't have an Irish accent again. That's going to make it even better. I, can't, I, don't, I, don't, like, I don't even know how to pretend to do one. <laughs> That's the problem. Again, because I've been listening to Jamaican the last four hours. I don't even know. He's going to start doing it in Jamaican. Yeah, uh, man. Uh, yeah, I don't think I can do that either. <laughs> I wish I had that ability. If Andrew were here, he could really do it. I really wish he was. Oh, yeah. Even if I wish he had you know, had five minutes to record. But I understand he's got family stuff happening. But um, yeah. right. Irish uh, commandant, commandant. 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 Pat Quinlan leads a standoff of, with troops against French and Belgian mercenaries. Why is mercenaries capitalized? It's not a proper they noun. They capitalized it? Really? Yeah, it's not a proper noun. Anyway. Oh, I mean, it's not like all caps. It's, it's, no, it's, it's just capitalized. But it's still like French and Belgian. Belgian and French, those are mm-hmm. proper nouns. They're names. But a mercenary is not a name. It's a, it's a title. It's like saying... Yeah. He was a janitor, but they capitalized janitor. Anyway, it, mercenaries in the Congo during the early 1960s. So that's, that's pretty, that's, that's as broad as you can get. And I remember when we read that last week, I had no idea what this is about. And frankly, I had to do some extra research on this movie to even understand the conflict because I honestly had never even heard of it, mm-hmm. um, which isn't. That unfair, I think, because there's so many small conflicts that happen around the world constantly, not even just in Africa, but in... But so, they played this one up pretty big, where, yeah. you know, World War Three is dependent on these Irish yeah, but defending the outpost. But everything during the 60s was World War Three. We almost had World War Three because of yeah, Cuba, and we almost had World War Three because of this, and, and then the Bridge of Spies almost had World War Three, and we uh, World War Three was almost because of uh, the other... Um, Tom Hanks movie where they were sending guns into Af- uh, Afghanistan. Uh, Forrest Gump. No, no, Charlie Wilson's War. Oh, okay. You know, I mean, like every movie that deals with the Russians during the Cold War in the 60s and 70s almost starts World War Three. So, 
Four scalp. <laughs> I'm just impressed he got a Tom Hanks movie. I'm surprised he didn't go with like Captain Phillips or something. Or the Vietnam is for his guilt. Or the terminal, you know. Yeah. I can see yeah. why Big. somebody would think, though, that this could have potentially started World War Three because the UN, like, general, yeah, kind of died. <laughs> Golly, yeah. Well, and I was reading in the trivia, the, the movie kind of plays it that the Congonese shot him down and... In mm-hmm. real life, there's no evidence of, of there's no evidence of that. It was just a death, yeah. and the death happened two two or three days after the surrender. Gotcha. So yeah, that's the funny thing about movies they sometimes leave out important details like that for dramatic effect. Yeah, <laughs> we we did the podcast. We did um, thirteen hours the Benghazi thing. And yeah, I like that movie. We we yeah. really liked it too because Sam and I were both kind of forced to do extra um, research about well, the it's movie. So heavily politicized, it's it, just, right? It is, and it was it's hard insane. to find unbiased accounts of what physically happened. Yeah, right. Um, like basically, we had to go to the BBC to find kind of unbiased <laughs> accounts of what happened, and. And if you're out there saying, well, the BBC is biased, then, I, then there's nothing I can say to you. But um, the movie's pretty close to what actually happened. And the movie doesn't politicize anything. It's, it's literally Which the I story yeah. of the soldiers. Right. Um, and John Krasinski with a beard being awesome. So, um, Is it bad, though, I, I find him more of a soldier in that than I am with him in uh, Jack Ryan? He's not a soldier. He's well, uh, an analyst in Jack I Ryan. I know, but he just—it feels really weird to have him running around with a gun. But he's supposed to be a nerd. That's the whole Jack trope. Ryan. The Jack Ryan trope. We did. He's he's, a, he's he's fish awesome. out of water. He's awesome in that. I liked both of them. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't get me wrong. I'm I am liking both of these. No, I, and I, I was so surprised Ryan. actually when I saw him in um, Thirteen Hours. The first time I never could have pictured him being in an action movie. I don't know how we started talking about him, by the way, but yeah, he's <laughs> this is how it goes. He's awesome. So <laughs> no, yeah, tangents on this podcast are are are, um, yeah. are numerous and encouraged. Rumors, it's military, uh, it's military related. That's why. <laughs> there you go. Well, yes. Rumors were that uh, he was they, they were thinking, uh, he was in the casting for Superman. Really, yep. interesting. He was also he was also second place to Captain America. Really, for Chris Evans? Yep. I think Chris Evans is. I don't think I could see anyone else but Chris Evans. Well, you you say that now, but at the time we didn't have Chris Evans, so I don't know. You know, it's 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 one of those where. No, I understand what you're saying, but I don't think Krasinski could physically get that big. I don't know, dude. I mean, the biggest that we've probably ever seen him physically is when he did Leatherheads, and even then, he wasn't that big. Like check, Chris, check. Well, there he he gets down naked in in Jack Ryan, and he's big. Okay, I, I think he could beef up. Yeah, I think so. Like I don't know. Chris Evans is a big man. Yeah. Anyway, I like Chris Evans. That's that's not the point. Yeah. Oh no, I totally agree with I you. I think I still think Chris Evans' casting is perfect, and yeah. and of course, it's hard for us to say you no. Know, We've only had two casting changes in the yeah. MCU. You know, we talked about this a few weeks ago when we did the Iron Man episode um, with Rhodey and the Hulk. 
And and we both and everyone agreed that the new casting choices were better than the original. So yeah, I don't know, um, but I do like Krasinski and things. Um, anyway, he's not in this movie though. No. So um, who do we have in this movie? Well, a bunch of dudes you've never heard of. Um, yeah, you kind of recognize a bunch of them. I know there's one uh, Game of Thrones uh, Bolton, uh, uh, the the head of the Bolton family from Game of Thrones is in this movie. I don't know who that is. Um, You'd recognize his face. Well, you didn't get that far. In the <laughs> I didn't watch book. Game of Thrones that far. I don't in, know. The, in the vi- in the film, jerk. Right. But um, what was his name in Game of Thrones besides Bolton? Bolton, Reese. Is it Reese Bolton? That sounds too normal. Reese. I know. Everyone yeah, I has weird was... names. Um. All right. Yeah. Um, hold on. Give me a second. It won't take me but a second to find it. Yeah. But there was a. There's also that other guy in here that you've seen in. Um, Oh, not Hunt for Red October, but um, Hunt for Red October. Nick oh Cage, uh, Alcatraz, The Rock. Well, what, is, what is happening? All these weird noises. My gosh. Is that you? Do you hear that? No. I heard a squeak. Oh, that, that was me. It sounds like a damn helicopter in my headphones. I just went away. That's so weird. Like my phone well, is maybe, not here. Maybe you should send it off. Maybe you should, you know. Send it off? Say go away. Oh, the noise? I wish I could. That'd make things easier. What was his name? The cat, the character. The Reese Bolton. Reese Bolton. I'm still looking for Bolton. A Bolton. Michael Bolton. No. Ramsey Bolton. Ramsey. Thank you. All right. His name is Iwan Roan, and he yeah. played. Uh, oh, I can't. Find he him. was the general on the phone. That's not I the believe. Same dude. Okay, so, all right, so you're saying the general was the guy yeah. in the Game of Thrones. Okay. I couldn't find him from the Game of Thrones, so let me find him through. But then the, the guy from um, The Rock was definitely, I recognized him the guy from the Rock. on no, there. I, I don't cannot know. remember his. I really, did they put this darn cast list on IMDb in alphabetical order or something? They did it in credit order. Ugh. I hate when they do that. Yes. All right. Where's the general? Not General Raja. No. <laughs> I can't find anybody. The only two people I recognized in the film okay. was Jamie Dornan, who is the dude from Fifty Shades of Grey. Okay. Yeah. And Mark Strong, because he's awesome. He was, yeah, I remember uh, both doc- of them too. Yeah, Doctor O'Brien. You would know him, Sam, from he's the bad guy in Stardust, the bad guy in Sherlock oh, okay. Holmes, yeah. the bad guy in everything. The only movie I've never seen him a bad guy, I haven't seen him a bad guy, is um, Kingsman. I remember the David Morris is the guy I'm thinking of. The actor. He's in. Yeah, the actor David Morris. He's in the Green Mile as one of the police officers. He's in Contact. He's the the shape of the her father, or whatever. In when contact? she finally gets to wherever the alien is. Yeah, um, and he's not in yeah. this movie. Yeah, he is. Where? He is somewhere <laughs> in this movie. The I, guy that plays the father from Contact is not in this movie. I swear he's in this movie. I'll bet you a thousand dollars. He's not in this movie. 
And who is that? It must it, be his son or something. It, it looks exactly <laughs> like him. It must be his son. I don't know. Maybe. Kind of, if it was in order, I could tell. Let's see. Well, anyway, this okay. is going to anyway, make for a yeah, fun yeah, podcast. Um, Sam, Sam does casting. is always a fun time. Um, the other guy I recognize is that Jason O'Mara. And uh, did you say his name, Opie? I didn't I, hear. I did not. I said Opie, <laughs> Sean. That's okay. Yeah. They, they, <laughs> people have heard me. It happens. He's in Band of Brothers and uh, Agents of Shield episode or here and there, and I think he was on that uh, Terra Nova. I never really watched that, but Band of Brothers is where I recognized him from. Oh yeah, that's where I knew him from. That's I knew what I is, recognized I him. I, was, I saw him. He's the he's the sergeant. He's the NCO. Yeah. And I'm right. like, yeah. I know him from somewhere. Yeah. That's right. He's the, like... I think that's the guy I was thinking of. Yeah, it's not the, it's not the same guy. But that's okay. He's a tall dude, and they both yeah. are white, so I get it. And I've seen, um, I don't know where I've seen, but the blonde Belgian lady that he runs into into mm-hmm. the store and then uses her phone, I've seen her in other things. She is possibly the worst actress in this movie. Yeah, she's not Or the worst actor she's in this good. movie. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I, somebody owed somebody a favor for uh, her appearance. Emmanuel Seguiner. Oh my gosh, her IMD photo is kind of bad. She looks hungover. Yeah. I don't want to well, be. I was looking at it too. I don't want to be mean, but seriously, she looks. <laughs> she looks kind of hungover. Like, tell your publicist to not do that. Mostly, yeah. she does French looks, stuff. Looks like somebody took a picture of her with a cell phone and uploaded it. Yeah, but I mean, like. <laughs> Like her publicist is in charge of her IMDb page. Like that's right. what their job is. Yeah. And so she's like, Yeah, that's her okay. publicist took a picture with a cell phone and uploaded it. I mean like <laughs> and you can kinda of tell when people care about their IMDb photo, like Right. Like Mark Strong's photo, he looks just so badass. Like he just looks He really like, does. I just pop pop that thing up. Yep. Yeah, he looks great. And He's in a bunch of stuff. Oh, he's in Shazam. He's in the new Shazam movie. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and uh, Kingsman. Yeah, he's great in Kingsman. Honestly, in Kingsman, I thought he was going to betray everybody because of who they cast. I just, yeah. As soon as I saw him, I'm like, oh, he's going to be a bad guy. And when he doesn't betray anyone, I'm like, oh, okay. Well, for once, you're a good guy. I guess he was probably enjoying that, even though he was kind of an asshole in that movie. Um. Anyway, so so the director Richie Smith, <laughs> Smith with a Y, um, he's mostly directed music videos, and specifically U two. So he's an Irish dude. Okay. Uh, so it kind of makes sense. And I that bet you that's why they they grabbed him. Yeah. Um, they wanted this to be an Irish affair. Right, and I get that's pretty good, and I get <laughs> why. Um. But yeah, he's basically he just does YouTube and Verb, Verb videos. This is his verb? only what is film. The verb video. Verb, verb, v e r v e. Yeah, this is his only film he's ever done. This is the only movie. So okay. as a as a rookie director, I would actually say he did pretty good. I thought he did he did well. He there were some troubling. Um, <clears throat> Uh, just ju- not jump shots, but just shots that didn't line up real well mm-hmm. at times. But I thought it was shot beautifully. Um, yeah, I think yeah, he did I, real well. Somebody, with uh, yeah, go ahead. No, uh, sorry, I was just I'm jumping on what you were saying about some of the shots didn't line up. There's a couple of moments where, like during the action scenes, like 
the uh, Quinlan is standing up shooting, and then the next shot he's like on the ground yeah. in the ditch covered in dirt, and then the next shot he's on the other side of the compound. Like there was a couple of like teleporting in- moments in the movie. <laughs> um, wait, they don't have that technology? Not in 1960. <laughs> oh wait, we don't have it now. Um, <laughs> I do like the guy whose name. The, who wrote the book that this is based on. His name was Declan Power. What a cool name. Declan Power. Declan Power. That's what my son screams when he's ready to brush his teeth. He's like, Declan Power! And he goes and brushes his <laughs> teeth. That's not true at all, but it would be funny if it was. Um, <laughs> Does this movie make you want to go read the book? No. No? But in fairness, I watched Band of Brothers like 15 times and I've never read the book. But I've read books. I've read his other books. The guy that wrote Band of Brothers. Um, he also wrote Flags for Our Fathers. I've written, yeah. read most, of, not most, but some of his other books. I've just not read that because I've seen the story yeah. on TV version so many times. I actually do want to watch this movie again, though, honestly. Um, I might yeah. be giving away kind of how I feel about the movie, but I like the movie. What do you guys think? <laughs> I liked it. I thought it was I pretty good. Yeah, I thought it was great. I, in fact, one thing I, I, I'm glad Aaron is here tonight is I want to get uh, the military thought process on this. I want to see, did they get it right? You know, uh, obviously it's Irish versus American versus mercenaries and Dutch, and or not Dutch, but French legionnaires. And but yeah. the whole time, this because this is my second time viewing, um, I started thinking about, you know, is this how you would defend such a crappy little place? Because <laughs> this place is not not a real, I don't, I don't know. It doesn't seem like it would be very well, safe. But, and Aaron, before you jump in with a, 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 a very different point of view, you were the only person we've ever had on this show that has actually served yeah. in the military. Um, the closest that any of us have come is video games. Um, well, we, I, hey, I have played uh, marches in band. Played, oh, well, yep. yeah, we so were in marching marches? band. Yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we played military marches. So. Yeah, that's so. that's actually, I think, worse than like, I was going oh, to make the joke like I played paintball. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> I, I, so anyway, um, but to your point, Sam, and I think to the point of, of we've mentioned earlier about the director taking some liberties with the facts the facts are is that that town, that compound that they were in, was actually better fortified than what the movie showed. Uh, okay. There were there were more actual physical walls, um, and that makes more sense when you get to the final title line of the movie, yeah. where spoiler, not a single Irishman dies. Not a single one died, which is crazy when you watch this movie and the amount of lead going through the air. Right, right. Um, that's just insane to me. Like the fact that hardly any of them even took any any hits. Like there were barely any casualties at all, as right. far as the Irishman went. It was just kind of astounding to me. Yeah. Well, the, and that was, I mean, especially the way the movie portrayed the you know the compound itself, because it was like it was wide open. World War One trench digging going on. You know, what I mean, like <laughs> yeah, you you have some foxholes and stuff like that in. World War II, obviously, you know, you see that kind of portrayed in Band of Brothers if you've watched that. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's the way that they build up 
compounds nowadays is probably a lot different. You know, you have the Ford operating bases. They're a lot more fortified than what they showed us in that for sure. I never, now just for everybody that's listening, I, I was never deployed. I was, you know, a combat medic, but I never had to be deployed. Fortunately, I was never put in that position, but mm -hmm. um, tactically speaking, I mean, I don't know, you know, each, each military may have their, their different guides and, you know, how they, how they do things, but I thought they did a decent job, at least showing, you know, yeah. they were aware of their flanks and, you know, mm -hmm. keeping an eye on, and, and the mercenaries weren't pressing on the flanks at first, you know, but they were aware of it and they were keeping an eye on things and they had, you know, their snipers positioned where they could see the whole entire field. And I thought it, they did, you know, a decent job with that. And, you know, um, it just, you know, from this, from the perspective of how, it was fortified. That that kind of seemed a little unrealistic for them to be able to survive. <laughs> well, and they, with the, the mortars and you know, <laughs> just it's just crazy to me that uh, right. Well, and and the, one of my biggest pet peeves is the the firing from the hip kind of SMG. Yeah, <laughs> that's totally. You know, we we call it in video games. You call it's it, you know, it's the spray and pray. Yeah. It's totally yeah, it's not yeah. unrealistic. You're not, and especially because it's the guy doing it is the one that's like, you know, pick your targets, make sure you get the kill. You know, conserve, <laughs> conserve your ammo. ammo. We only have thirteen thousand rounds or something like that. So <laughs> it's like, okay, come on now. <laughs> Yeah, this is in an '80s film, so I'm kind of surprised uh, to see that. That that that's I, actually in the trivia too, where they're basically oh. saying, <laughs> "Yeah, that's not a thing." Especially, I've with been. That, yeah. you know, that I weapon. think I've been playing Battlefield One a lot uh, or too much <laughs> because the whole too time much. in the movie, I was like, "Oh, there's assault. Okay, there's the sniper. Yeah. There's the support. <laughs> All right, yeah, support. You know, get those mortars going. You know, uh, oh, drop some ammo. Him. Drop some ammo. <laughs> drop some ammo. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Yeah, they needed that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'd say. I'd say. Yeah, someone wasn't playing support too well. Yeah, they weren't. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it, the whole goal, obviously, is fire superiority. And if you can maintain that, then you have pretty good odds of, you know, succeeding and defending your objective. Um, yeah. So some of the things I really liked about the movie and I thought were really fun and kind of clever. And, and we have no idea if how true they are in the in the movie because I don't know if the director had access to after-action reports. But the one thing that we like about the movie, and this is a trope, right? This is a movie trope. We have no idea how the troops felt about their commanding officer. But the movie portrays them all kind of leery of this guy, right? You know, someone right. says he's going to get us Which killed. Is a yeah, it's a common military movie trope. Yeah. Um, and there always is a moment, there's a singular moment in which the the leader gains the respect of the troops, right? There's always a moment. One of my favorite said moments is in um, Dukes of Hazard. In a <laughs> shut up. In the Alamo movie, the new one with Billy Bob Thornton. Well, I say new; it's like twelve years old. But the one with Billy Bob Thornton, where the the commander, lieutenant, or no, the colonel. Sorry, the colonel. Um, no one. You know, the regular troops kind of respect him, but the militia, they don't respect him at all. Mm -hmm. And the uh, the Mexicans fire over uh, a mortar that doesn't explode. And he says, hey, we can use that shell. Go pick it up and put it, we'll, we'll send it back. 
And the guy goes, you'll be getting that, sir. And so he walks over. He takes out the fuse with his knife. He picks it up and takes it in, and they send it back. And at that moment, he earned the respect of everyone because he, the colonel in charge of this Alamo, was willing to go up to this unexploded bomb, basically, you know, disarm it, and then shoot it back. And so that's kind of the singular moment. So I was kind of waiting for that in the movie. It didn't really happen. Not really. You know what no. I'm saying? Like there wasn't, it wasn't like there's this moment where they're like, oh, yes, we'll follow you. Like it, it took time over the movie. You know what I'm saying? Like there wasn't a thematic moment. There wasn't the well, music even didn't in the, wasn't swell. it in the first attack? Didn't he send the guys to the back flank or the to the left flank yeah. when there wasn't anybody there, and then they came back? Yeah, he sent the, the sergeant and a couple of people to the south or whatever. Yeah, and then he yeah, that's what I meant. They were trying to like look out for yeah, you know, potential incomings. And then the sergeant kind of was like, "There's no one here. We're going back." Right. So he, he, you know, and then again, I don't know if an NCO would do that or not, but maybe he would. But he 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 wouldn't badmouth his commander in front of the no. enlisted men. That would never no. happen. Um, and they go back and whatever. But there is, a, but over time, they obviously trust him because he's able to get them out of some sticky situations. I mean, you got to give it to the other side when they come out and do the truce and they have a little talk. And both <laughs> sides were very clever. Right, the the other team when they brought other, you know they brought out their their trucks to get their dead out. They dropped off their machine guns. Machine guns. And that yep. was that was clever. I mean, it was clever. And um, Quinlan sticks his flag in the ground and comes back and says, "Use that as a marker, as a distance marker. It's 180 feet or something like that." Like that was clever on both sides, and I like that stuff. Yeah, and I'm not, yeah. and I'm not gonna lie, I freaking cheered <laughs> when they knocked the jeep over so they could <laughs> shoot the machine gun straight in the air to take to to take hits on the airplane. Yeah, that was so. Yeah, cool. that was pretty cool. I don't know if it ever <laughs> happened in real life, but I don't care. <laughs> you wanted to. I to wanted have to have been real. Yeah. 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 Um, I like the um, the shell casing. Um, oh, the shell casing explosion. bomb. That was so. Oh. Aaron, had, had you watched the movie when I talked to you guys about it the other night online? No. Because okay. I. No, no, I got. After I watched it, uh, I guess it was Wednesday night, so like four yeah. nights ago, I hopped online and I was like, um, to the. Because, you know, the, the, you know play, to play Xbox. And I was like, hey, guys, just watch this movie. And these are the things that they did that were really cool. You should go watch it. <laughs> And and it was crazy because when they got when they when they when they take kind of control of this location, the NCO or the the commander comes in and he goes, "What's our you know weapon situation like?" He's like, "State of the art for World War Two. World War One. It was World War One. No, it was World War Two. Yeah, those, yes. those weapons. Okay. Were, I mean, the machine gun he's using is a water. It's a water cooled mounted weapon, but you know we don't. We haven't used water-cooled weapons since the 40s. <laughs> um, so that there was that. But, I mean, and then I, I still think that was really interesting that the, the sniper, and again, you know, Aaron, you're not a, a weapons expert, but how the, the sniper took one of his rounds out of his rifle and put it in a LMG. And Can fired. you do that? Yeah, so, so, as long as the caliber fits. Yeah, wow. as long as the caliber would match. 
So why did why did he? I I thought he was just changing guns to a different gun. It's probably because it's a higher powered. Um, and Verge would be a good one to tell you about that, yeah. Sean. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He probably would know the grain and all that, you know, the weight of the. He'd be like, I mean, "Yeah, it's because of this." But you know? the bullet's the same. He used the exact same bullet. He, he the movie shows you taking the bullet out of the out of the sniper rifle, the rifle. putting it into yeah. the Bren. He takes the the magazine off, so he doesn't have any weight issues, and he uses essentially what's called iron sights. He doesn't use a scope. He just uses his eye and hits this guy yes. in the heart at. Hit. 300 meters or something. It was crazy. Yeah. He's like, you got his heart? Yeah, I got it. Take it out. <laughs> and I'm going to ask, I thought that guy in the white, I thought he was John Goodman the first time I saw him. <laughs> I did. <laughs> I can see the similarities. I'm like, is that John Goodman? No, no, no. Yeah. No. And for some reason, the first time I watched this movie, I didn't get it. But now that the second time, I realized that, that he was one of the... Um, business guys mm -hmm. the mine owners on there so it, i don't know why i didn't understand that the first time but oh, and uh, apparently i didn't get the first time that all these were mercenaries mm. i thought only some like the uh the main french guy and his colleagues were mercenaries and the rest were locals so that just kind of ups it again to to show how well they defended this place if every single one of those were French legionnaires. Right. And Belgians. And Belgians, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and then, who, are, who are never happy with the, uh, the Irish there, or the UN, I guess I should say. The one other thing, kind of back to bad, you know, due time, first time director, is I never really got a sense that there was 150 soldiers defending this compound. It felt like there was eight. Yeah. You know, like, I, I know that in a movie, you can only have so many actors have speaking lines. And I know it's easier to film a few guys than an army. Like, I get that. Like, that's what makes Band of Brothers so great is because we're following, you know, easy company. And yeah. at, the beginning of the at the beginning of the series, yeah, we have to kind of meet you know, 300 people, 200 people, whatever it is. And then by the end of the series, we only really need to know <laughs> like 12. Um, right. But it, it never felt like there was 150 guys there. It just kind of always felt like like, like 12. Well, and I remember at one point he goes into a building that's housing a lot of the uh, injured guys. Mm -hmm. And there was like 20 guys on the floor. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, I just... Is this every single person? Because all you've ever seen, you know, you, you see him sleeping on the roofs at night, right? And there's only about 20 to 30 up there. Um, even lining up, there's only 20 to 30. Um, when they, I don't even know what you call it, but they... Muster? Muster, yeah. So I agree, it, you know, the scope was a little... The, the scope of defenders. Now the attackers, yeah. on the other hand... When they were coming down that hill... Dude, that was insane. Yeah, that that looked quite overwhelming. Yeah. Exactly for the reason you're saying, because it didn't look like they had anybody right. left. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, it, that, it looks terrifying, and and the fact that he had the wherewithal to come up with the retreat under cover of fire and then detonate the bombs that took out 
I mean, hundreds of theirs. Yeah. And then he's like, go get their weapons. <laughs> um, and and I, then get back up to the, to the holes. And yeah. I, I didn't capture it in audio, and I should have, but I didn't, is when the, in, the NCO, the sergeant, comes up and says, we've spent every round twice. And like <laughs> that, that actually has meaning. It's not just a, he's just making a, a, a point of fact that they have no ammo. They literally use the empty use shells too. <laughs> yep, they use the casings. That yep. was just so cool. Um, so let me get, ask you guys this: Did you um, did you know anything about this before you watched the movie? Did you no. do any historical research? Not before I watched no. it. Did you see them surrendering? What do you mean? Oh, no! It surprised, it surprised me. I thought it was going to be one of these where it's to the last man, like you said, Alamo type of situation. I actually thought that there was going to be some kind of peace accord that was going to happen. Mm. You know, literally like the, the, the enemy is charging and then all of a sudden they get, they get a call. Hey, ceasefire. We, we've come to an agreement, something like, I kind of thought that was going to happen. And yeah. like, in like the, real, the Kingsman guy comes through. Yeah. And gets them like, and in real life, it would have been like, like overnight, and there was never really any <coughs> huge, massive battle at the end. Um, yeah. No, I did not. I mean, he pulled a kingdom of heaven, kind of. <laughs> I mean, you yeah. still need to watch that movie, Sam. But um, I've seen it. I just haven't seen the extended edition. It makes it's been a little while since I've seen that one. The yeah. the extended version, if you have the chance to watch it, Aaron, is significantly better than the theatrical version. It it explains. I can't remember. I think I've seen it, but I, it's been so long. I, I haven't watched it in so long. It explains more things. It really does. Um, it's what... It did for that movie what the extended version of Batman versus Superman was supposed to do. So. <laughs> more shade for Batman versus Superman. Did you hear that, Alan? Oh, dear. Did you hear that uh, Henry Cavill said he's done playing Superman? Yeah. Yeah. What? I believe him. Yep. He came. He came out and he's like, "I'm not doing Superman anymore." Oh, that's that's sad. To it me. is sad because I like he's, yeah, I like him. At it. He's, he's I think, like the only good part of those movies. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, I didn't like Affleck as Batman. I thought he was fine. Uh, yeah. 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 Don't, yeah. I, I don't want to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> Wonder Woman. <laughs> perfect. <laughs> is it making you upset, Aaron? I love, I love Batman. I know you're, you know. I know you're a Batman guy. Your your gamer tag is Dark Knight, and yeah, yeah, I get it. But they haven't made a good Batman movie since Dark Knight, and uh, yeah, it's 20, sad. Oh uh, nine, no, uh, yeah, oh eight. That's what it was, right? Oh eight. Yeah, somewhere around there. So it's been a decade. Yeah, so. I think 2008. Yeah, that's that's kind of hard to believe, actually. It is hard to believe. Yeah, it is. DC's been 10 playing. years. DC's been playing catch up. Yeah. This is how it was explained to me. A buddy of mine was trying to justify it. They're basically saying DC is now going through what Marvel did in the aughts. And I'm like, yeah, but here's the problem. <laughs> We've Marvel shown you how to make good movies and you refuse to do it. <laughs> yeah. Except with one. No, it's like, yeah, we'll stick with this uh we'll stick with this dumpster fire over here. Sorry, Aaron. Anyway, <laughs> it's okay. I know you like your uh, your Batman. I like the Batman too. But I like the Batman too. Yeah. 
I did. We uh, actually watched uh, with my wife before I came on this trip. Uh, we watched Justice League. It was on on HBO, and uh, yeah. you know she she likes the Marvel movies too. And she basically said, I was like, "What'd you think?" She was like, "Yeah." She said, "CGI bad guy, CGI minions." Like she's like, honestly, I never really felt that the Earth was in any kind of peril. I was like, yeah. And she said, he just seemed too easily beaten. I said, well, <laughs> Superman is a little OP. She's like, no, you're not wrong. Anyway. Um, I took go very... Watch, go watch Gal Gadot in Wonder Woman. You'll be yeah, happy. Yeah, she's again. great. Wonder Woman. Yes, that was a pretty excellent... Yes. Uh, out, of, out of where we are in DCU, it was probably the best one that they've done recently. It, it definitely is, and they needed that movie, I think, to kind of keep things going. And frankly, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing what Aquaman is going to be, and I don't think I'm going to go see Shazam in the theater, but maybe I will. I don't know. Um, I have a hard time with The Flash, because I actually like the show, The Flash. Right. It's really good. Mm -hmm. And when they refuse to like intertwine them, I'm like, why? Yeah. You know, why? Yeah. They Arrow, did a little Arrow. of that with um, with Marvel, with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., but I wish they would have done more, to be honest, with that. I wish they would have, like... Well, I mean, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is a direct tie-in to the MCU. I mean, S.H.I.E.L.D. is part right. of the MCU but canon. They, but they refused to bring in the, um, the entire cast of the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. into any of the, like, Avengers. I mean, you never see any of them other than the head agent or whatever. I can't think of his name right now. Right. You guys, you know who I'm talking about. Coulson. Right. Yeah, but he's only in Avengers 1. I mean, right. if you've never seen... Right. You haven't seen him in a while. But if you've never seen Agents yeah. of S.H.I.E.L.D., you still think he's dead. Right. That's so, true. Yeah. Um, but... I, I don't know. I think I think it would serve, even if MCU would would mention something from Shield. They don't even have to bring in actors or actresses. They just yeah. mention. Well, we also something. haven't had Fury in a long time. Yeah, right. we haven't had Fury since Age of Ultron, because um, yeah. he didn't even appear in um, Civil War. So, and you also have to think too. We've had. <laughs> <clears throat> three movies since because uh, you still have two Gal Guardians of the Galaxy movies and then a Thor movie that never even comes to Earth. So yeah. <laughs> we, we've had a lot of space movies too. So there's kind of a, it doesn't, it's not that far-fetched to understand why there isn't a lot of a talk of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Though I, I still haven't seen a lot. I haven't seen this, any of the la last season. Me either. Oh, it's, been a, it's been a minute since I've watched it. Yeah, I watched... <laughs> I watched oh, the this, Ghost Rider uh, season. That's the last that's one the I've last seen. That's the last one I watched, too, was the one with Ghost Rider. Is that, that's, that's my problem right now with those. Is I just feel overwhelmed with how many shows they've actually released now. <laughs> well, again, I'm <laughs> like, watching Luke Cage. They've already released yeah. Iron yeah. Fist Season 2, so then i got to watch it, and then... They, the Daredevil ones, yeah, I have not watched those. I Luke love, Cage, yeah, I mean, yeah. all of them. I'm like, I want to watch them, but I don't, I don't know. I got to find the time. Right, that's the thing. Well, that's the you got to prioritize, too. Like, I am I would much rather watch Daredevil than Agents. Right. Because um, Daredevil is you know, such a better like show. 
It just yeah. is. It's just a better show. And not because they can say shit and GD and, and things like that. And they can... They can this is better produced and better directed, I think. It is. It's just... A, and it's a better story. And yeah. they just they just released, uh, like, four days ago, the teaser for Daredevil Season 3. <laughs> yes. And... I think we're going to get the kingpins going to come back. Yeah. And that. And more heads indoors. Oh, that scene, dude. Aaron, I'm telling you, you got to find a white time to watch Daredevil season one. Yeah. If you watch yeah. Daredevil season one, you're going to be hooked. It is so good. It's so yeah. good. We'll, well see has got to be better than the uh, Ben Affleck version of that, too. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Poor ben Affleck just trying to kill everything. Yeah. <laughs> now, I never watched. The extended version. We're way off topic, I know, but whatever. I never watched the. the, <laughs> the ex, there's an extended version of Daredevil that actually makes it rated R. I never yeah, saw that, I but know. I heard it makes it a little bit better. But anyway. with Ben Affleck, I never heard of that either. Yeah, it's the, it's the director. Yeah, I've part. heard of it. Um, in fact, that, check that out. I guess that movie was the first <laughs> movie I ever saw with Corny in the theater. We went to the yeah. Dollar Theater in Boone and watched Daredevil, and we cheered <laughs> at times. It was kind of funny. Anyway, speaking <laughs> of Daredevil, the Siege of Jeddetville is um, yeah. daring. Well, <laughs> isn't he kind of Irish? He's got the the bad Matt guy, is, Matt. Matt. Well, he's well. He's he's Catholic, um, which yeah. they, these guys are Catholic. They're having mass when the first attack happens, which is kind of. I love how those sniper signals. He's like, guys, <laughs> they're coming. It's an attack. We're under attack. And no, so he shoots the bell. <laughs> shoots the bell. That was so great. And it was yeah, the, the, I wanted more of the sniper. I could have I could have just watched the whole movie about this guy. No kidding, right? He, cause he, oh. was, he, he just didn't miss. And the movie basically said, like, yeah, he doesn't miss. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he, he went on a pretty good kill streak. Um, <laughs> the Irish sniper. Yeah. Instead get, of the American I, sniper. Yeah. <laughs> Again, when he shot the bell, I'm like, oh, Battlefield 1. Battlefield Someone 1, ring the bell. Ding. Shooting the bell. <laughs> so, so this movie kind of follows my, my rule about how many notes I take. If I take a lot of notes, I don't like it. If I take a few notes, I like it. I took, outside of just typing in times so I can record the audio labor, later, I only wrote two notes. <laughs> two. <laughs> I wrote typical mili- military tropes. New guy knows nothing. Troops don't trust officer, and yep. never seen an LMG sniper, which was about a forty-five minutes into the movie. Didn't, I didn't write a single thing. I was just I was just glued to the TV. I was just I couldn't look at my computer to even take a note. I was I I was this movie had me. It really did. It had me. There's something about these types of movies that I just like I like the Alamo. I like the the few versus many The concept. two towers for God's sake. The what? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Two the, towers. Yeah, yeah, when you're yeah. playing you're playing a tower defense basically. Is as, as, yeah. as a movie. Yeah. Uh you're right. Yeah, the two <laughs> towers battle scene at the end at Helm's Deep is is fantastic. Now that's that's a movie that shows you scope pretty well. Yeah, um, I'd say <laughs> yeah, they do. Um, and then there's the uh, what was another movie I was thinking of? Oh heck, even the ending end of Serenity when it's like the eight of them versus a hundred Reavers. Yeah. And uh, 
and it takes River and a couple of knives to take care of business. Saving Private Ryan? Yeah, Saving Private Ryan's a real good one. You know, it's yeah. like 15 dudes versus the German army. Um, <laughs> no, I'm right there with you. If, if, I, if I find some a movie like that I think is going to be like that, I have to watch it. Yeah. And it, it, it ends up this. I, I knew when I saw this, I was like, yeah, I think Sean's going to like this one. Yeah, I did. So I'm actually really happy that you recommended this one. Um, uh, we've all put movies on our list that we all kind of regretted, but this was definitely not one of them. <laughs> Netflix needs to do a better job of marketing these things because if you had not told me about it, I never would have known about this. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, Netflix just pumps out movies like crazy, and you're not wrong. Yeah, like the only one. It's just like a sea of movies, and you're like, what is that? Right. Never heard of it. <laughs> the Siege of Jeddahville? What the crap is that? What does that okay. even mean? Yeah. Like, I was completely wrong when I first thought about it. I, for some reason, thought it was like a Civil War kind of a thing. Um, yeah. I think I, I saw it in a list. Like, one of those weird Facebook, you know, hidden Netflix gems you don't know about. Right. Or hidden movies you didn't know on Netflix. Yeah, so if you're listening, Netflix, do a better job. Well, yeah. I mean, the, and seriously, the last movie I remember Netflix advertising... Heavily was bright because it had Will Smith in it. Yeah, and they they spent some money on having they, him in it. They spent a lot of money on the production right. of that movie too, and we liked it. Now, I know some people that yeah. didn't like it. I, I haven't seen it. it yet. I liked the hell out of it. Um, have you Have you seen Beasts of No Nation yet? Are you talking no. to me or Aaron? Well, uh, both. I of haven't. Guys. No, I haven't either. Oh my god! It's on the list. Yeah, it's uh, it's not quite a military movie. It's it's more of a how crappy Africa can be movie. Um, but it's, again, it's one of those Netflix movies. That's just, you wouldn't know about. Yeah. I've heard that it's actually really great. Um, and by you saying that it kind of reminded me of machine gun preacher, which I keep waiting for it to, to <laughs> another movie in Africa. Yeah. I, I like that movie a lot, actually. Um, I do like that one as well. Agree. What the machine? Oh, I haven't seen Machine Gun. Yet. Yeah, Machine Gun Preacher. Yeah. Oh, you haven't? No, not yet. Yeah, he's waiting to awesome. do a podcast. Yeah. It's it, it'll be fun. Whenever it happens, it'll be fun. Like here's yeah. something called a Netflix film, Hold the Dark. It's on IMDb. It's Jeffrey Wright, Alexander Skarsgård, and Riley Keough. Um, yeah. I don't know what that is, but I mean they're advertising on IMDb, but I'd, I'd never heard of it. But I like two of those actors. Well, at least they're trying. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. Well, yeah, but I remember when Bright, I mean, they advertised the shit out of Bright. I know, actually, you actually the, saw commercials on trailers you know, and stuff, yeah. Major network television, but you yeah. don't see that for the Siege of Jadotville. <laughs> There's another one that just came out that I, we've been seeing uh, promos for. It's um, uh, Maniac. Oh God, yeah. It's but that's a that's a series, I believe. Is it? Yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's like a ten show series. It says dark comedy. Two struggling they strangers seem... connect during a mind bending pharmaceutical trial involving a doctor with mother issues yeah. and a mostly complex computer. And that is definitely something I'm going to watch because it's and I'm being serious. Yeah. It looks it looks fantastic. Yeah, and a really skinny Jonah Hill. And the trailers, yeah, yeah good for him. Some weight. The the trailers playing right now on on IMDb, and they have like thirty eight microphones in front of that girl. I feel bad for her. 
There's something on that also on Netflix, The Good Cop. It's a, it's also a season, a, a series. Like Netflix, you're killing it right now, but like you got to slow down. The Angel, uh, the Netflix film, as his country prepares for war, top Egyptian official makes contact with Israel and wades into a shadowy game of high-stakes espionage. <laughs> oh, by the way, how about um, totally bringing it back to this movie? How about the ineptitude of the Indian uh, UN oh official? Gosh, yeah, killing all those innocents. What was the point? I, I, I didn't quite understand what the point of attacking the station was. Well, the station was owned by the dictator, the bad guy, dictator guy. Okay, so they were just trying to get in there to stop it? I think so. Or to, okay, to all right. Well, then that the makes propaganda. more sense because I could never figure out well, you know, why he ended up opening fire on all these Well, they, they, they wouldn't let him in, and then one of his soldiers couldn't hold his water and fired, and then they threw like a brick out or something, and then they just opened fire and threw grenades in there and killed 30 people. So, I mean, it was complete ineptitude. Um, anyway, you ready for some clips? Let's do some clips. Let's do it. Is it working? Did you get it? Connected? Yeah, I got it working. We should be good. Nice. Well, you heard okay. the intro, so it should be working. Here we go. Here's 29 seconds of some trash talk. Do you have a plan? Just to pray there's no need for us. There's no plan survives contact with the enemy. That's a Rommel saying. I never liked Rommel. Not many Frenchmen like German tacticians. Only took them two weeks to take over your entire country. Burn. Ouch. You need to go to the burn unit after that. Ouch. <laughs> you want some ointment for that burn? I mean that's a that's a that's a country burn. I mean, jeez. Uh, here we go. This this there there's very few moments in the movie because this movie is not a funny movie at all. But there's there's a couple of moments that I did kind of laugh for the not the right reason or the wrong reason, but like just at the reaction, you know. Like anyway, I I'm trying to explain. Here we go. Sorry, General McIntyre's staff said he's unavailable. Did you tell him we just got attacked? Yes, they said God bless and hold tight. God bless? What's that supposed to mean? Um, I suppose he means may God's blessings be upon us, sir. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? I mean, who says that to people that just got shot at? That's crazy. Oh, God. God bless. God bless. Um, here is... Uh, what is this? 35 seconds of uh, yelling back and forth. The plan is two days old. And it didn't include us getting attacked by Chombe's mercs. What went wrong with your plan, sir? Sounds to me like you're looking for an excuse, Commandant. We each have our part to play in history. Yours is happening right now. Rely on us to make sure it all works out. Sir, I don't understand what you just said to me. And in tactical terms, I don't understand what you're doing. I have 150 boys here and we need reinforcements. Now, you listen to me, Quinlan. There are larger things here at play than you can possibly imagine. I don't give a damn about the larger things. We are company under siege, and we require your assistance. <laughs> that was great. Basically, he said, 
I don't understand the words that are coming out of your mouth. That's basically yeah. <laughs> if Aaron, if she wants to participate in the, in the show, that's fine. Yeah, if she wants yeah, we're perfectly fine. De- Declan has participated we, every, in the show. Kid, every one of our kids has, a, has somehow made it. Hey, she's yelling at the computer. She's <laughs> hi. Hi. Thank you. Hi. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm his daughter. Yeah. Named Emelyn. Yeah. Hi, Emelyn. Welcome hey. to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast. You're now an official podcaster. Does that make it? Is that cool? Yeah. Over. Yeah. Hundreds and hundreds of people were gonna are now gonna hear your voice and know your name. Does that make it? Is that is that cool? Look at the face yeah. she's making. <laughs> <laughs> I got bangs. Oh, is this why? Your yeah. bangs are bothering you? They can't see you, though. I got yeah. bangs. Well, the people like can't. Right we can yeah, see you, but the people, yeah. Yeah, the people, the people can't. Can they can only hear you. I know. Yeah. It's like a radio. Yeah, it's radio, oh. but way less cool. <laughs> we, we've got two or three people that, that'll... Well, uh, yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. More than... Anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, it was finally nice to, to meet you. I've heard a lot about you. Yeah, I may... <laughs> Yeah, What's your age. favorite movie? Um, Coco, but Coco, Coco? that's a good one. Yeah, Co- you should watch it. Oh, we've yeah. seen it. Oh, I have a. Oh I have yeah, a, I have a six-year-old son. Movie. His favorite movie right now is Moana. Yeah. <laughs> These are falling off. It happens. <laughs> All right. Well, it was nice talking to you. Yes. Have a great night. Okay. Um, t- yesterday, I had a birthday party. Yeah? Oh, happy birthday. Yeah. Yay. That's great. Me because I turned eight. Yeah? yeah. That's, that's what happens. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, awesome. see you. It was nice talking Bye. to you. Bye. Bye. Oh, that noise is back. <laughs> Oh. Oh, good, good night, hugs and kisses. She's up late. Yeah. Oh, she's telling you my shirt needs fixed because uh, I'm wearing a Star Wars shirt that's faded. Oh, oh that's okay. oh, that makes it vintage. Yeah, right. It makes it cool. It means you're a Star Wars fan <laughs> or something. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah, kids kid are great. Okay. Um, this was oh, the last. So. This was the last. Uh, the last uh, clippy clip I got here. Okay. What's it like getting shot? I wouldn't recommend it. There you go. Um, now, Aaron might be able to tell you this. I don't know, but when I was watching the movie, and he got hit by that rifle, and yeah. he went down, and then got up, and then they took him in, and they pulled the bullet out. The first my my first thought was that was a really small bullet that they hit him with, and then he just keeps going about his day like like nothing happened. Like nothing happened. Like, and so I was reading in the trivia, and uh, basically that uh, that round that they yeah. used in the movie, he did get shot in real life, um, but it was by a different weapon, and it wasn't. A sniper? It wasn't a sniper. I think it just happened. I can't remember. I might, I might actually kind of want to find it and read it. But the bullet that they pulled out of his shoulder was different than what was fired. 
Um, so, I mean, it's not that big of a deal, but... To the common Joe like myself, yeah, I, I did not care. notice. Um, I did notice, however, I would have thought it would have gone through and through. Or something like that, yeah. Right? That, that bit, well, yeah. From a sniper rifle, certainly. Yeah, I would have thought so, too, but... It could have been. It could have been <laughs> just the range, maybe. Who knows? I don't know. It's yeah. a movie, too. You know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. Here he goes. When when Commandant Quinlan is shot in the shoulder, the soldier who shot him is firing an M one eighteen or an M eighteen ninety eight Mauser. The rifle is chambered with the powerful seven times fifty seven millimeter cartridge, cartridge, which would have gone through him at the implied range of one hundred and fifty to okay. two hundred fifty yeah. yards. Um, Especially in that shoulder region, I would think there wouldn't be a whole lot to keep it from. Yeah, basically the movie says the, the bullet they pulled out was a for a pistol. I mean, it's not real. Yeah. It's fine. The other thing that kind of annoyed me, and I don't know why this stuff annoys me, but and Sam, because you and I are both kind of history guys. Yeah. And, and I don't know why, but whenever someone quotes history and gets it wrong, it kind of annoys me. Oh man, did I miss it? What did they misquote? So Rommel? No, no, not the Rommel bit. It's the um. So what's his name? Twambe, I think is his name. Um, oh, Shambay. the dictator. He asserts that the United States land grabbed Texas from Mexico. That's not true at all. Texas fought a war of independence from Mexico and won its independence from Santa Ana. At the, with, when Sam Houston defeated Santa Ana. 20 years later, Texas would be annexed into the United States by a, by a vote of Texas. They chose to come into They the chose United, to be here, yeah. To be the party of the United yeah. States. Now, the only land grab was later when the, the Mexican officials, the Mexican government argued that the border should not be to the Rio Grande, but another river about 100 miles north, and yep. did not credit Santa Ana for having the ability to make the treaty. That's when we went to war with Mexico and invaded Mexico in 1846 or 7. Um, and, in, you know, basically we sacked Mexico City to <laughs> say, yep, this is the territory that we earned earlier. And we're now quit it. it. Yeah, stop this. So, but I don't know. Just that I know it's a movie and it's dumb, but it's I don't know why that stuff bothers me. I just I still feel like if you're making a multi million dollar movie, if you're gonna make a quote, someone on set should have Googled that. But but then again, I mean, maybe he's misinformed. Maybe he's he's has the wrong information. He's not an American citizen that grows up listening to the stories. Yeah, but. Most Americans don't know that either. But my point, I mean, most Texans probably don't know that either. They just, because they're Texas, they just, they just assume that they were, they were birthed from the, the Texas and, and have always just been greater than the United States. Um, my boss is from Texas. I can say stuff like that. Because um, <laughs> he believes it too. Um, and, but, but I understand that he's not American, but if you're going to show him to be well-versed, in American history, then get mm. it right. You know, that's all I'm saying. Just get it right. Well, what could he have replaced it with? Um, 
I don't know. There's, there's you know, a, I mean, what did we? What have we land grabbed? Land grabbed? Uh, <laughs> we fought a war with Spain to get the Philippines and um and Cuba, right? Didn't we? We didn't we try to take Cuba? I think we did. Yes. Um, I, and several other islands in the Caribbean. Those were land grabs. Yeah. Um, that was under Teddy Roosevelt. I mean, that was obviously a long time ago. Uh, but that was during kind of our imperialistic ideas that the United States should be uh, on equal terms with England and France as far as a world power. Yeah. Um, which is why we... In terms of, of imperialist power. Yeah, imperialistic ideals. I mean, again, that we... We we fought a war. I mean, that war with Spain lasted about four days. We completely smoked them because they were still <laughs> using sailing vessels, and we had sh- ironclad steam engines. It wasn't yeah. even fair. So they had not hit that research button yet on their um, in their, in their research. <laughs> they, they, they haven't rolled as what was it six? Yeah, they didn't roll rolling? weapons development. They didn't roll six. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Anyway, Aaron, oh, if I ever man. get to Ohio, I'm going to, well, not to Ohio, whenever I get to where you live in Ohio, I'm actually going to drive through Ohio in about eight days, but uh, we're going to, I'm going to bring my Axis and Allies game and we're going to play. It's going to be great. Anyway. Whatever you do, shake it up really hard before uh, <laughs> you actually can oh, give my, it back. My box, but it's not the point. The point <laughs> is, is that I'm ready. I, I basically already read all the trivia. Yes. Um, uh, the only trivia I haven't read that I found interesting was that, oh, I'm supposed to play, uh, and now for some more bad news. Ready? I'm supposed to tell you that Connor Quinlan, who plays PJ in the movie, is the real-life grandson of Commandant Pat Quinlan, one of the main heroic characters in the movie. Well, that's Connor, cool. as PJ, gets to say the line, Quinlan doesn't know what he's doing. He's going to get us killed. That's actually kind of cool. <laughs> all right, that's uh, all the trivia I wrote. We have, I've talked about several other bits, but there we go. Excuse me while I whip this out. So we decided, we, I, I thought about it afterwards. We, we could have done like siege kind of movies, you know, like Alamo and um, other movies. <laughs> Two Towers probably would have come up. Yeah. Instead, we just decided to do Irish movies because, frankly, how often are we going to do a movie with Irish, predominantly Irish cast? Um, and director. And director, yeah. And, and filmed, some of it was filmed in Ireland. Most of it was filmed, obviously, in South Africa. So uh, we're doing top three Irish movies, and I'm using that term very loosely. Basically, if the main, act, the main character is Irish, I'm good with it, um, as is one of my movies. It's not. It doesn't set place in Ireland, but it, the, one of the main characters is Irish. So, all right, sir. Uh, Aaron, sorry. I guess I have to throw to the person, <laughs> Which sir. Which you're talking about? <laughs> yeah, I'm used to Aaron, Andrew just knowing to start. Um, <laughs> well, um, I had to think about this for a minute because I was like, "What uh, Irish movies have I seen?" It's nothing like too recent that I could come up with. So. Um, I don't know if this is in any particular order, but I, I like all three of these. Um, Far and Away yeah, is one movie. of them. Um, it's on my list. I remember watching that when I was a kid. And uh, one of my favorite, favorite lines in that movie is, I have no wish to fight you. And then he punches Bam! <laughs> and he punches a horse. Yeah. He does that again later uh, to somebody. And then uh, the next one I have down is uh, The Departed. Oh, sure. 
Oh. And uh, the third one I have is uh, Boondock Saints. There you go. Yep. So you got, nice. you got two of my five that I wrote. Okay. Sam? <laughs> All right. I've got my number three is, uh, believe it or not, a, r- a romantic comedy of Leap Year with Amy Adams. So the, so the main character, the, the, the boy in that movie, the guy, his name is Declan. The character's name is Declan. That's where my wife got the name for our son. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, my number two is Far and Away. Sure. And then my number one is uh, Star Wars, uh, Last Jedi, and Force Awakens, both uh, filmed in the Skellig Islands. Oh, 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 neat. Okay. With um, the little puffy bird thingies. Right on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Hey, I'm good with that. I'm totally fine with that. Um, my numbers, so my two honorable mentions were Boondock Saints and The Foreigner, which is that Jackie Chan movie where they're dealing with, he's, oh, yeah. he's kind of taking on the IRA a little bit. My number three, believe it or not, is I wrote Titanic. Um, it's a okay. Good, yeah, Jack starts is, in Ireland. Yeah, and Jack is Irish. Yeah. Right. Well, no, no, he's from he's American. He was stuck in Ireland. You're right. Yeah. Uh, my number two was Blown Away. It's a oh. early '90s movie with Jeff Bridges and Tommy Lee Jones play an, plays an Irish IRA bomber who's trying to kill Jeff Bridges with really clever bombs. It's a good movie. I think it actually would it would actually do well huh. for the podcast. Um, and my number one was uh, Far and Away. Yeah. I haven't <laughs> seen that in a long time. It's a long movie. It's, a long, it's actually probably one of my like favorite of all time movies, I would say. It's a really good movie. It really is. Great soundtrack. Yeah, It's, oh, it's a good stuff. story. It's a yeah. great storyline, too. The soundtrack yeah. is beautiful. And... Ooh, is it... Ooh, did I see that right? Um, it... Um, so I have to name drop whenever I, I get an opportunity to name drop. Um, so the guy that sells him the horse in that movie, that's, his name is Rance Howard. That's Ron Howard, the director. That's his father. Oh, really? He's in every movie that Ron Howard directs, just like his brother, who was the chicken sweatshop owner. That's mm-hmm. his brother. Um, and he's always in one of his movies, too. And I've I've met... Rance Howard, the, the father, um, on a movie that I did. So, and he was very, very nice guy. Did you run into him? I did not run into him. Said, oh man, I would have hurt him. <laughs> um, I love how you always ask that question. <laughs> always do. Um, well, I'm curious, you know. It's two for you, two. You've run into um, a lot of people. Not a lot. So. Not a lot. Um, yeah. Blown Away is streaming, by the way. We'll put it on the list. I am putting it on the list. Um, Sweet. I'm taking away nothing. I'm just going to add it to the list. Yeah. It's on. At this point, don't ever take anything away. Just Yeah, because stuff changes so quickly. <laughs> um, so. so, okay. Anyway, that's the show. Uh, this is the part of the show now where I do this. Wait, what's supposed to happen? And you tell me, gentlemen, your score of one or ten or some variation between. Um, Aaron. Um, I give it a, I give it an eight point seven six. Okay. Eight point seven six. So you liked it. You really liked this movie. I did like it. That's good. Okay, right on. I'm with you. Uh, Sam. 
Yeah, I, I agree. It was a great movie. Um, only a few detractions, just some uh, editing issues and the horrible blonde actress where I swear they were just reading off of cards held off screen. Um, but uh, I'd, I, I'd watch it again, doggone it. Um, and I did for a second time, and it was, it was just as good. So I'm going to give it a good 8.18, 8.18 uh, 8. out of 10. Um, gosh, I, I, I had no idea that we were going to like a Netflix original movie this much. I know, right? And, um, I don't, I'm not going to go back and look at the score, what I gave Bright, and I really like Bright. Um, and we've done some other Netflix originals, uh, and we will do so again. <laughs> um, we have... Including the Adam Sandler, uh, Ridiculous Six. Ridiculous Six. <laughs> Why do I have three, three nipples? nipples. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, you know, like, um, uh, what is this? This is Frank Stockburn. He is filled with lies, just like every other white man. Um, and, uh, oh, the burrow's gonna be pissed. <laughs> That's right, it's a burrow. You're doing bueno, burrow. Don't be intimidated by the horse. You're just. May be wondering why I have not returned from my trip to the ice cream store. It's because I met my brothers, Ramon and Tommy. And we're trying to steal money. We need the money to give to the bad men who took Poway to the land of the singing windmill. Tommy says it's not okay to take money from decent folks. Luckily. There's a lot of bad people here in the West. Yeah! <laughs> a few years back, Jack was chasing his guy. Sorry. So, anyway. Yeah. Sorry, I, a... I had to play that. Um, anyway. That's our... Okay. Oh, I didn't get yes. my score. Uh, 8.25. There we go. I liked it. It was good. Uh, not great, but good. I completely held my attention as the Andrew rule. Um, not really any plot points that mattered. I guess when you when you're retelling a real life story, I guess it's kind of hard to have plot plot holes. But um, I thought it was a pretty well made movie, especially for a dude doing his first movie. I think he should make more, um, even if it's just Netflix stuff. Let's let's get that guy making some more movies. He he did a pretty good job. And at no point did I say, "Gosh, that's a bad Irish accent." It, uh, <laughs> that's you know, true. I just, I no, that's right. I never thought of that either. But I don't know a whole lot of Irish accents. I mean, other than the movies that we mentioned, like I don't really right. know a lot of. You know, what I'm like I don't have a point of reference. Like when you hear someone doing a Southern accent, we're from the South. We know what Southern sounds like. Hollywood thinks yeah. Southern accents are all like, "Hey y'all, let's go down to the store." Like, mm. like Matthew mm-hmm. McConaughey is like the only one in Hollywood that knows what the hell a Southern accent is supposed to sound like, and that's because he's from Texas. So anyway. <laughs> Next all right, all right, all right. All right, all right. <laughs> so next week, we are doing... What are we doing next week? Dude, we have something very special next week. I cannot express how excited I am to make you watch this movie. Uh, and Aaron, we'll talk off air if you're going to participate next week or not, but... Um, uh, I, if you want to, uh, we would be more than happy to have you. But we are doing Space Hunter 
Adventures in the Forbidden Zone. This is a 1983 gem starring Peter Strauss, Molly Ringwald, and Ernie Hudson. This is a weird, stupid film that's near and dear to my heart because I owned it on VHS and watched it a hundred times. I could quote this movie. And my oh dear. gosh, it's awful. Um, <laughs> I just can't freaking wait. I really can't. So uh, that's what we're doing next week. Space Hunter Adventures in the Forbidden Zone. So uh, go watch it. It's on Amazon Prime. There you go. Well, that's a show. That was fun. I had a good time. Thank you guys for joining. Again, Aaron, thanks for, for filling in. Yep. Thanks for um, having me. Had a, we had a good time. I enjoyed uh, well, I was going to say enjoyed seeing you, but you know. <laughs> anyway. Um, sort of. Sort of. GoFundMe.com slash cheap seat reviews at our GoFundMe account. Throw a buck towards us. That'd be great. Help keep the lights going. Um, we do still have an Anchor app. Of course, I'm really bad at uh, keeping up with it. Um, basically, I'm lucky to do one review a month because I just don't watch movies very much outside of what I do for this show. I just don't have time. Uh, leave us a review on iTunes, Google Play, or YouTube if, if and you want to do that. But seriously, iTunes helps us out the most because most of the people consume our podcast through um, iTunes. That's the easiest way to, uh, to uh, leave us a review there. It helps other people find the show. And the more people that listen to the show, uh, the worse we get. No, that's not how it works. Um, like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Cheap Seat Reviews. Follow us on Twitter at Cheap Seat Cast. And, of course, you can send your emails to CheapSeatReviews at gmail.com. If you have a request for something, um, we are going to have a Halloween list on Facebook soon. Like tomorrow, I hope. Like by the time th- this, this podcast airs, we should have a Facebook post for our Halloween movies, no uh, pressure, Sam and myself, to get that done. Um, So anyway, on behalf of uh, Andrew, Corny, Aaron, Sam, this is Sean saying thank you guys so much for listening. See you next time.